Should we get this going? Nah. No? Should we just go to the pub? Just pack it up. Yeah, alright. We'll, we'll be back next week. Bye. Nah, we, we really should. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm just setting it all up and everything. Alright, let's go. Hello, welcome to A Journey Into Photography. I am Rick Masters and I'm joined by Simon Lambert. Hello. So this episode is all about style and how you come across online and, and you know, what, how you want people to see you, uh, what's going to be your thing, your catch. Um, before we go into that though, I thought we might just touch on the wedding. Now we've had like a week or so. Sorry, I got hair off. A week or so to go through, like to really kind of take in what we've done, have mm-hmm. a look through the pictures. Um, I was wondering if you had any other insights, any any thoughts over the last few weeks of how you think it went? Yeah, I think, like I said, definitely having a plan is definitely key because mm-hmm. I am I'm sort of gutted. I've missed off quite a bit right. that I wanted to do, and, such as. Um, Joining in with you with shots of the like, certain shots of the bride. Um, some of the, it's always going to be difficult, that though, because you yeah. can't you, you can't have us all just swarm around her. But well, no, I could have maybe moved out. That's when what you I mean. Yeah. yeah, if we did definitely did like a swap, you know, just okay. because obviously I've got this idea of trying to do like some B roll film, yeah, sort of montage, and I've got nothing of the. Well, bride. you do. I can give you mine. Did you film the bride? Oh, there's no video of it, but that's you can right. if you could fill it with. Well, shots. that's it, and that, and that's that's my sort of next sort of stage. Um, but definitely, definitely, um, one thing I I want to make sure I do next time is check settings, because I have definitely messed up quite a lot of images. That I can't understand why. Basically, because I've seen we've just been going through your film. Mm, yeah. There's a lot of grain. The ISO was obviously quite high. Yeah. But I used your camera before I disappeared off to get some wide shots rather than switching yeah. the lenses out. And they're, they're all right, aren't they? I mean, I haven't had a proper look at them. Were they grainy? The, you know yeah. the wide angle of the dress? Yeah, yeah. Are they so, really? So a couple of them are. And it, there was a lot of light in that room. I that know. doesn't make any sense. And do you know what? I don't know if it's because, you know, I, certain thing I've noticed, especially with that lens, if I zoom in, it's quite dark. I don't know if that's got something to do with the aperture. Uh, well, I think uh, some, pretend. Ah, uh, yeah. You see, that's something I need to look into. And I didn't know. And that, that's the only thing I'm starting to pick up on with that prime lens. But your aperture was wide open to get that nice silky background, so that should let more light in. If your ISO should have been, it shouldn't have needed to be high at all. Um, mm. Well, actually, so we're shooting in manual. The shutter speed was quite fast, was it? Shutter speed was quite fast because. When we were looking at it, and mm. you said like you you shoot at that certain speed, and I thought well, I'll try and match that. Obviously, I was trying to match that, but with, your lens. Your, with my lens and Kit your lens, lens, you had the nifty fifty, which let in a lot more light. It doesn't let in a lot more light, but it it does. Oh, yeah, I think it does. I, compared more. to what I had, it, uh. you can definitely tell the difference, and it's enough of the difference to have an impact on the picture. I still think though that there's something that we've done. To make them like that, because that camera should take pictures in that light without an issue. Yeah. So it's something we again we're going to learn from. 
I'm going to sit, because you can see the settings from every photo. You can go into Lightroom and yeah. it'll tell you exactly how it's shot. So there might be something glaringly obvious. Um, but yeah, that's something we need to obviously look at. Because, I mean, there was a couple of photos later on with um, the groom and his brother. Uh-huh. And they seem to be really, really... Got better. Got uh, better. Suggest so though, the ISO was obviously um, set as auto, so it's jumping up and down a bit maybe, and it's just got it wrong a few times. It's a bit odd. Yeah. But definitely, that's I think that's my main take from last week or the week before. Okay. You know, I really need to concentrate on settings. Yeah. Know, maybe shoot a few and have a look. I know you can't tell It's hard, isn't it, on that little screen? Look at your settings. Look at what you've got set as. Because I was in a bit of a blind shoot mode where thinking I was just settings on, click, 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 you know, change the settings on the ISO, ISO that are brilliant, and just shoot away. And 10 photos mm-hmm. down the line going, oh, change that setting again and match right. it, and then realizing. When we were quickly going through your photos there, though, I think you've got some nice little shots there. I'll throw yeah. them into the package and be all right. That's probably about 60 photos in. Right, okay. <laughs> I did go a bit nuts. Yeah. You haven't seen the ones on the actual boat yet? Have you? No. But um, I presume they'll be a lot much better because there was so much more light. Yeah. So, and I shot quite a lot outside yeah. rather than being on the inside. I think you did quite a bit on the inside because you were at the front of the boat. Yeah. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that's going to... Um, I don't think I've learned an, uh, like an awful lot from what I said last, like you know, directly after the shoot. I've noticed when I've come to edit that even some of mine are a little bit grainy. I think you will get that sometimes when you're indoors, and, um, and especially with the, maybe with the lenses we do have. Uh, but the, mine aren't too bad on the boat and outside and stuff. There's, they're, they're absolutely clear as anything. Yeah. But uh, a couple of the ones where she's getting her makeup done and stuff, not. Be- not really happy with, but there's you know there's enough to work with, and um, I, th- I think the clients will be all right. One uh, thing I did wish I did do better, mm-hmm. be a bit closer. Yeah. To the subject. Oh, I was pretty close. You were, yeah. and I, I obviously you had a bit help with your fifty mil, yeah. but mine I was sort of stood further back and I zoomed in, and I really I should have just moved a bit closer to the subject. I should have really just. Make it more personal, yeah. doesn't it? It pulls you into the picture more. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. But again, like this is all this is why we did this wedding. Yeah. Um it was to, to learn and we're still gonna continue as we go through these pictures while we're editing and stuff, we're still gonna be learning. Um the main thing I'm learning at the moment is how to edit these photos to try and make them look give them that wedding look and really pull the brightness out and yeah. clear and crisp and fresh is the, what I'm trying to go for anyway. Um, I'm not saying I want to pull the temperature down quite a bit because the room was very orange that she's getting ready yeah. in, and it just kind of looks a bit ugh. So it's just getting that right. Um, and using the, you've said you haven't used them yet, but the uh, gradient filters. Starting to a lad at work as well about gradient filters, and this is something that a lot of people initially ignore. Mm. I think it really can add to a photo if you've got a bit of um, dead space where there's nothing in, but you need it there because of the the way the composition's set up. You can get a gradient filter to really just either blow out some highlights there to kind of, you know, yeah. fill that fill that dead space, <clears throat> or black where you can kind of frame it in a way between these two kind of darker areas, yeah. give it a bit more of a mood. They, they, I think they can add a lot to a photo, and it's that's one thing I think since the last podcast that I've yeah. learned, and I reckon I'll be able to use that in some landscape circumstances as well. 
See, I used to use that at the beginning when you showed me, mm. and I was like, I used it quite a bit. Yeah. And then for some reason, I've just let it slip away, yeah. and I've never really thought of. Ooh. It's hard to focus on everything. Isn't I know. It, I think. Um, but I think yeah, you're definitely right. You showed me there that one of the, the photos with the dress being um, bright at the one corner, and mm. you, you, you you really did that really well. So mm. it, you know. It, yeah, I can see where you come from. It does really work. Yeah, there's one where I'm shooting through the makeup as well. So the makeup's all blurred at front to give it the depth, and then you've mm. got the bride in perfect focus. But then in the top left, this bit of dead space. So I pulled that really, like I pulled like a dark gradient over that, and it just—it's almost like using a vignette, but a natural. So you're using the bottles of the the things mm. as a vignette and kind of centralising her, and it, I think it really works. So, um, but yeah, that was probably my biggest tip. Of this week, we should try and put it a tip each week, but um, we can <laughs> only do that with learning. Seems to be like a massive learning curves. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. That's why I love this it's photography because like you're just constantly learning. Even the best out there will still look at people's feeds online and stuff and go, "I love that. That's a good idea." I bet mm. you they still do that after years and years and years and years and years of shooting. So, yeah, uh, that's the tip. So we'll get into this week's the reason why we're here: the styling. Mm -hmm. um, and this is the one I've been really looking forward to. So, the way I'd see styling is when you go onto your Instagram feed, for example, they should all, and we've, we touched on it in the first episode, I think, but they should all kind of have a similar feel. You need to portray yourself as an artist who, you know, you've got this unique selling point and mine, I would say, at the moment, and it's it'll change I plan to because otherwise it'll get boring I kill the greens I pull out the oranges um, I've started playing with a bit more getting a little bit of green back in and stuff now um, as autumn sets in yeah, <laughs> I can't wait we need to get out there while it's autumn man. <laughs> the oranges oh they'll be popping it'll be, it'll be beautiful um, but that's the style I'm trying to go for and I've only been doing it for about oh, maybe two months now so mm. I'll go back I've, little bit on my Instagram and then you start getting to you can clearly see where it changes and it goes into all these different kind of styles and colours yeah. and things so basically what I did I found a picture a landscape photo which I thought right you know this is somewhere in the middle of where I, what I always kind of shoot as uh, there's trees there's uh, mid usually like usually an overcast day cause yeah. it's and what I did played with all the filters and everything made it look how I like it and you save it as a preset in Lightroom and I did that with a few different images in indoor ones and, and lesser light ones so then now going forward it makes my editing so much quicker because I can go right try these and just go quickly go through the presets and then bang done it doesn't always work that way but it's lovely when it does for example the last photo sorry a photo I put up um, a few weeks well it'll be about a week or so ago um, in the lakes of uh, the Ambleside Bridge House. I was going through some old photos, saw that, clicked my preset, bang, didn't have to touch anything. I still did a little few little adjustments, yeah. but I was like, it just changed the picture entirely. And I was like, I love that image. It's one of my favourite photos. And I just completely ignored it for months and months. Yeah. So my question to you is, do you have yet a start? Because I know in the first episode, you didn't. You were still working it out. Yeah. You were still playing around. The problem is it's hard to work on a style when you're doing wedding photography because you're not really looking to do your style so much. It's about yeah. making them look nice for the client. But are you any closer to having... Do you know, I think 
I'm still I'm still learning. I'm still exploring different sort of aspects. Um, and one thing I did notice, I love my blues and I love my greens, mm-hmm. and I'm, but I'm still trying to well, find That's good that. because that's in most pictures. <laughs> but I'm still trying to find that perfect balance. Mm. Um, and there was an image I put on Instagram of the um, Kelpies. Oh, yeah. From the Helix. Is it the Helix? Yeah. The Kelpies? Yeah. Or? I can't remember which way around mm-hmm. they are. And I shot it with my Pixel phone. Yeah. But the blue is such a rich, deep blue. Right. And I love that. Gorgeous day, that one, it. Yeah, and I love that sort of blue. And I know that won't work in a lot of photos, but it's that sort of start. And I think what it is, I, I have in my head that. The way where I want to shoot is that sort of like street photography, or you know, well, that, that, that's another style, isn't it? Because yeah. obviously you have a certain unique. And I've, not tried, landscape I've not tried that yet. Right. Um. So I think I'm still sort of trying to adapt to um, my blues and greens. Right. Um. But with like bordering um, high dynamic high dynamic range. HDR. Okay. Like yeah. Yeah, HDR has died out a little bit though. You have got to be careful with that. Yeah, well, that's why I said border. I like, yeah. I don't want. Have you to... seen some HDR images? Yeah. Are just oh, but but when you first start, you do a HDR one, you're like, oh, that looks mint. Yeah. But for us, you look at it and you go, oh, that's far too overprocessed. It's yeah. like crunched. Yeah. Um, but if you did, you like my horse picture? I did. The one, the first set. See. That there, I literally put it to the point. Is that the one where it's looking up the nose of the yes. horse, like looking? Yeah, yeah. it's lovely for all that. Yeah. Um, so that's like really border. Yeah. Before it goes too stupid, because I did literally take it to the max, right. and it, it was a like, the clouds. You could see some of the streaks of the clouds coming through, okay. and and I thought it's too much, and I did dial it back a bit. But you say you can't do that with a lot of your pictures. Granted, you'd need some blue sky in the photo, but that's not going to be too hard to get. You could even if it's like a dullish. You can always pull them blues out to then mm. match what your other image is to kind of give it that link. Well, finish you said that because I tried that with my next photo, right? And I couldn't do that. Was there any blue sky? Very, very marginal. Yeah, like, there was a couple of lizards. Uh, yeah, okay. you know, and I just couldn't pull it. I just couldn't pull it out. Uh, but I did have the sun, in so it was really blown out. Uh, but I did try and kill it. I did try. It was the same place. It was the same. Yeah, yeah, location. Yeah. The one that you Odd. you said you like my oh the one where you've added a few effects to the yeah, front because it was just a well, I I must admit I struggled with the horse shots because these 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 if you don't know these massive like hot two horse heads up just out to the left of um, Edinburgh Falkirk yeah and it was it was midday sun which isn't ideal to shoot in and I really struggled to kind of find anything that would make it look. What I see it as is you've got snapshots, which are just pictures of it. Yeah. And then you've got photos, photography, like proper images where you're trying to shoot through something or, or mm. like frame it or give it just something that you haven't seen before. I really struggled there. There's just these two massive heads in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Like, I've used one where I'm not happy with it, but it's on there now. Do you know what, though? I haven't actually seen any that I've taken with my actual camera. Have you not? They're still on my camera and I haven't yeah, pulled them off yet. We have been busy like. Do you know? And so I'm quite looking forward to seeing what I've got. Yeah. <laughs> if I've got anything at all. So you're still working on that style yes. thing. Yeah. And I think I will stick with mine until at least um, autumn's over. Because obviously then when it comes to winter, it's going to be hard. Because I've set myself quite a difficult task of 
because it's got very strong oranges in there, very warm yeah. tones. Come winter, and if there's snow on the ground and things, I'm going to lose all that. There's going to be no leaves there to play with, or like in the images, it's going to be a struggle. So this is where I might change into another style. Mm. That brings me on to another thing. So on my Instagram feed, every four after every four pitches, I put a quote up. The quotes, usually quite generic and things, but the, the quotes that kind of, I'll read and go, yeah, that means something to me. That that makes sense. Like, never stop adventuring and exploring and things like that. Very yeah. simple, but it's it's how I look on the world. Like, don't sit inside watching TV all the time. Get out there, see the world. Now, I've put these quotes in to kind of break my feed up a little bit. But also, if I do want that kind of change in style, I've got a certain point where I can mm. kind of stop. Now, I was going to, I think we should do this every time we do a podcast as well. Just bring up another person who inspires you and who whose photos you like. And there's a guy, uh, Spaceman.Picks, right? He uses the camera that I want. He's got the Canon EOS R, um, which honestly, the detail in his photos are incredible. And what he does, he puts up um, batches of nine photos, all within a few days of each other. And then he does like a full line, you know, the Instagram line. He'll do like a little, his, his logo. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he does his next nine. So there's very, very designated, very uh, separated moments. Yes. So he's had, for example, recently he's done two sets of animal photos. He's obviously been at the zoo and he's got really in, far, like really zoomed in, loads of detail in them. And they're gorgeous. But now he's done his logo and he's going to have something else. So he'll go somewhere else and he'll have lots of pictures. And they'll all have a theme or a, or a style. And I, I really like that. And with you having that full line separating it, it kind of it's easy yeah. to change your style. So hopefully my little quotes will break my feed up a little bit where I can maybe slowly sink my... Yeah. Slowly develop my style into something else without it being jarring. Whereas I felt when I first started on Instagram, if you look at my original photos, one photo looks completely different to the next one, completely different in the next one, completely. What do you and mean it like looks, that? <laughs> for me, I feel like the beginning of my feed looks very messy, and it looks a little bit better now. And it still needs work. It's still, I still know I need to uh, develop it further, but I'm getting there slowly. Yeah, I use um, contrast. I, I'm a bit of a abuser of the contrast slider you like a lot of contrast I like it I, I like to dump a lot of contrast mm. and and I know some people don't like that but it, it all depends on the, the what oh, the yeah. picture is because I'm not I'm doing these wedding photos with a lot of contrast it really doesn't look oh, nice no, yeah, that, yeah very l- less contrast I think it looks a little silkier and smoother mm. and I think mm. the majority of my photos are landscape photography so yeah. it's Okay. It works really well, um, mm-hmm. and so I use a lot of heavy contrast, and and I do add a little bit of hint of clarity. Not not too much because I notice it, a bit too much clarity can ruin an image straight yeah. away. And I only realise that after you sort of start at is it fifty or zero, and then it goes up like mm-hmm. plus one. Uh-huh. And I think as soon as you get past like plus ten to thirty, yeah, that's the that's your spot. If you go any higher, it. Yeah, crushes it. Yeah, it's it's. It's gone. It, it's, yeah. it's gone too far for my sort of style. But then again, it's purely personal preference, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. But again, I'm still trying to adapt that into it. So I might kill that off if I start finding some different key areas of um, presets or um, 
I think you slowly develop your style by seeing other people's and you're going, oh, I actually like that. And you'll start working towards that a little bit and it'll mm. change. Just constantly develops, which is which is good. Um, another part of your style is what do you sell yourself as? So, for example, for me, I try and focus on the north of England. So I will try and visit places in the north of England. So people who live around here, I've got quite a few followers, especially recently, who have seen my pictures and realise that, oh, he, you know, he's been there, oh, no, there. And they'll follow me not only for my photos, but for ideas of places to go and stuff. Yeah. That's one of my other selling points. I just want to focus on this area. I will always, now and again, throw up a picture from Paris. Or, do yeah. you know what I mean? But it, yeah. primarily, it's North England based. Yeah. I guess, because we do a lot of shooting together, yours could be the same as well, is it? Uh, well, I was just going to say, because I do a lot of my photography with you, yeah. because I rarely do it by myself, or if I do it with the, the family, it's not as good. Yeah, right. um, so when I do it with you, I sort of spend a bit more time. So yeah, I'd probably say it's more focused. You do advertise that. in your bio, like, that you do, you're northeast based. And yeah, stuff, well, you? yeah. So it. it you know, if I do if we do go out on a family trip out, I will take the camera, I will take the equipment, mm. and I will take the shots. But I spend a lot more time when I'm with you. We spend a little bit more time on detailing yeah. and composition. We need another shoot like that, don't we? Yeah, that's one aspect I really like about it because I've got a little checklist, and it's like right. I want, for example, uh, Saltburn. I've got a couple of pictures from there, but I really want to go there and and mm. get everything out of it. Um, and I can tick that off because and that's one of the main locations in the north of England. Uh, the lakes we've done quite a bit of, and there's yeah. a bazillion places left to go over there. But it's nice to think, right, I'll go and do this place now, and then I'll slowly over the months post the pictures up and have a nice mixture of areas from the north of England. And um, I, I do think having that as a selling point helps as well, rather than it just be just anything of it, of pictures of everything and anything got jumping from portraits to mine are mainly uh, landscape mm. um jumping into portraits and stuff like that can be if people follow you for your landscape pictures and you start throwing loads of pictures up of uh, babies they're going to be like well what's, what's the answer? thing is though you start how you how do you control that though like if you're you just don't post pictures of babies on your feed. Even if you do some baby photography, mm. post it somewhere else, or maybe post one. But just oh, you got an awful lot of swan lovers following you, didn't you? At one point, I did. Because <laughs> yeah, you... you say this right, I don't have a lot of swan pictures, <laughs> <laughs> mate. There was about two months of just constant swans. There <laughs> were lovely photos. <laughs> I think. <laughs> do you know? Because obviously, I go with the family. On yeah. day trips out, I yeah. also take a lot of photos of my kids. Yeah, which is nice. So, but I, they are—they then in turn become my subjects. Yeah, and I think you've actually got more of that on your feed than your landscape stuff. I think. Sometimes, thinking about it, sometimes they'll come through a bit more. Yeah, because we send a tent to go. Well, if we go to Saltburn, we'll do red cap. Yeah, you know, sort of thing. So we'll, well do that, that in itself will attract a certain audience mm. who want portrait kind of photography. So. It may be good to focus on that, and it doesn't stop you doing your landscape photos, but you you, you, you advertise yourself as more of a portrait thing, which would be better if you want to get work from portrait photography. Yeah, but I like landscape. <laughs> right. Oh well. You know what I mean. <laughs> right. Yeah. But do you see what I mean? You need to, you need to look at your target audience. I think you, if you want them to do you that. You are my target audience. I'm talking to you with the mic. Is there someone in the mic? 
Oh, the listeners. It's yeah, quite, it's quite all right. You want, if you want them to be your target audience, yeah. then you, well, you need to know what they like. And well, exactly, it is. But then it's <laughs> trying to get that balance of what you want. What they want. want and keeping yourself happy. But at the same time, what can you shoot? Where can you go? I mean, this is me talking like this. At the end of the day, you can just shoot whatever you want. But if you do want to build an audience, I don't know. What is your actual goal as well? I mean, that that that... That's massively yeah. See, important. I think my only goal at the moment is to, I don't know, just to get my work out there sort of thing. Rather, I, I don't know. <laughs> because obviously this is, it still feels all new to me. It still all feel quite fresh and We're about warm. a year in now, aren't we? Yeah, total. Yeah. And I think, I think it's only been possibly five, maybe six months where I've really got into the editing side of things. Yeah, yeah I would say that as well. Um, so I'm still feeling like I'm finding my feet, and I know that's quite a long time. So you're a busy man as well, though. We work full time. You've got a family. Yeah, um, things like this do take time, so don't don't feel down about that. No, it's just that. But I, you know, I would like to sort of have this knuckle down within twelve months because I want to sort of focus on this. Yeah, as a you know, package as a package, and I like I would love like in the future for you to I'm going so. Watch his stab and go. Oh well, yeah, it's this, this. Well, this, we'll this. do that. You know what I mean? We'll make a note in in how long? A few ten, months time. Ten years. Ten years. <laughs> right. Ten years. Don't the kids have moved out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to worry about anything. <sighs> Future. No, I'll ask you in a couple of months time or something. Yeah. You will have you. You may not know exactly where you're going, but you will definitely have a more a better understanding yeah. of where you're going. Yeah. I think. I thought. I don't. I think I spend a lot more time on it than you, so I'm probably progressing in that area a little bit quicker because I, I ain't got else to, now else to do. <laughs> I'm just like I, I sat to watch a film the other night, and then I sat and I was like, oh, a logo idea. I want to do that. I want to make that. I don't need a logo. I've got my I've got my website done. I've got the banners done. I, I didn't really need a logo. But I was like, I just sat down for another three hours at my computer knocking out this logo that I'll probably never use. Um, in fact, I made you one as well, and yours is better. I really like Excellent, yours. Excellent, because I need one. <laughs> God damn it. I was like, oh, I've just created a really good one for you. Yeah, it was it was the initials, wasn't it? And it yeah, doesn't do work quite, with mine. I do quite like, actually, I might pinch that then for my oh, Facebook, because yeah. it's a round thing. It's a round logo. Yeah. Thanks. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm charging you. <laughs> Uh, all right we'll talk after the podcast <laughs> but right so yeah you've just created your facebook again that's part of it you've got different uh media outlets yeah uh, i've been on instagram and facebook for a while now you've signed me well we signed up to what is it vivo or something you got vivo, me on that yeah can't quite work that out yet and i'm not sure it is a slow platform all i'm going to do is just fire whatever i do on instagram over to that and see what happens if it doesn't build see I'll that's all i do that's all i do but the best way I found for followers on there is going through your hashtags uh, and seeing what they like. And you sort of once you start following a couple of people and they follow you back, it uh, start start it just starts snowballing. I only yeah. pick up maybe three to four followers a week, right. you know, and even sometimes it'll go down to one, yeah. you know. But the the sort of they're very keen, they're like you know, straight away as soon as you put a post up, the right. likes. It's all about the likes, by the way. But you, you, sort about of, the likes, you get the a likes. gauge of how interactive the people are yeah. within the first sort of hour. And then this is what I think some of the groups talk about on Instagram. When you post, you sort of get that 
sort of initial feedback within about an hour mm. of posting and I sort of get a bit more through Vivo than I do Instagram for some oh, strange yeah. reason okay. yeah I, I, our main group will sort of like as soon as our post up yeah we'll, we'll yeah just to point out we've got I just want to say thank you to them guys actually the insta drop uh, yes. group that we're in yeah, yeah. Uh, they're fantastic they uh, they're constantly giving positive yeah. uh, nice comments to the pictures that we post up um, it's a good little group that it is, and you know, I, um, I can't remember, Karen, right. she sort of runs that, right. um, based from like another group, and she sort of, she approached me and said like, you know, that your work's good, mm. would you like to come and chat with some like-minded photographers, and yes, yeah, certainly, and you know, it sort of snowballed from yeah. there, yeah. you know, and I, I, the last two weeks, I haven't really been that active with it, but you know, when we do, you you get yeah. such more feedback from like-minded photographers like that, that the people that we follow yeah and it's nice to see that it, you know that engagement because it sort of pushes you yeah to do more <laughs> that's it I, I mean i've got a group set up on facebook as well which is kind of dominant at the moment i've left it like that because I, I, I do have the idea of pulling everyone together and having a little place for everybody um i think i think facebook might be quite a nice little place to do it when we live in darlington in the north of england and uh, there's a photography group on there which is <laughs> fantastic as well and it's just this is what a lot of the communities built mm. around this are amazing so um but yeah that's style then and there's probably loads more to share about it as well and we'll, we'll talk about it in the future but um yeah basically i think that, that, that having a presets having presets of your kind of how, what you like you just do yeah. what you want to do and you like and i think over time the more you do that your style will just come out anyway because yeah. you're like that's what i like see i think I think also that's another thing I need to sort of num- like close down on one specific set. And I think because I don't have to. N- no, but at the beginning, because I've got so many ideas bouncing around in my head. I'm like, mm. you know, I want a bit of this and I want a bit of that. And I, whereas you've got that sort of killed out tone colours. Yeah, you know it's like the nice oranges and I know what I want I know that I want to focus on the north of England and I know what style I'm going to do them in you've sort of built from that some other presets which give you a little bit of brightness a little bit different yeah and I think I'm trying to cram everything all of a sudden into one preset without trying to you know and I think I just I need to to go pull it back and it can be all slightly different well that's it yeah but I'm I'm trying to like my head's like your head's on fire yeah. <laughs> and everything's just well in fact I nearly forgot to mention there's an app I downloaded now I haven't actually played with this yet but I wanted to throw it in it's, it's, I think it's just called preview if you put Instagram preview or something oh, you yeah. can build your Instagram wall in this app and see what they look like I do it every time not using that app well I've been do what I do is I get the pictures that I'm thinking of posting I'll bring up my Instagram on another app and I'll have my picture there and I'll go between the two apps on my phone and see Will that look all right next to that picture? Will it kind of gel? Oh, yeah. Some don't, so I never post them. Um, that's why you won't see like one with like loads of bright green because it'll just look awful against these dark, dulled-out green, uh, orange kind of images. Yeah. So that's what I do. That's another oh, thing I do yeah, every yeah. time. I'm like, will that work next to that? No, but it might work after one of my quotes. So um, this this app, this preview app, lets you build your wall, move them around as you want. Uh-huh. And then you can build your Instagram actual wall to to match, and I think I'll send you the link for it. 
Um, it might be worth playing around with that if you want to start trying to get your wall into some kind of order. Yeah, no, definitely. I'd definitely yeah. do that. Maybe stick the link in for yeah, yeah. our listeners. Yeah, I'll put it. Um, if you go to rickmasters.co.uk, you'll find the podcast section, which actually doesn't exist yet, but I will do it. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll put a link to that app if I, if I can wear that out. Yeah. Um, we're now fully live on iTunes um, and Google. And uh, yeah, hopefully this will build up into something. We'll have to talk about a few apps because I yeah. can use quite a few apps yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have a special episode for social media uh, outlets as well. Might be our next episode. I'll make a note of that. Um, and anything else you want to talk about? If you've got any questions for us, feel free to fire us over to fire them over to us. Uh, you'll find me on Instagram at rickmasters.co.uk. That's my actual handle on Instagram. Uh, you'll find you. Simon uh, Lambert underscore photography. You do this every time. Know, you do don't know, know your own name. I can't. No, I confused where my underscore is. What are you called on Facebook? What's it, your page? Is it, is it not the same? Well, you name it. You put the name of it in. Do I? Jesus. After this, we'll look at your Facebook page. Because yeah. I'm sure it was the same. But you might be right. I might have not have done that. You want them matching ideally. I'm sure it's the same. You know, because <laughs> I linked it from. Instagram and Instagram went, would you like us to set it up? And I went, oh yeah. <laughs> um, you can also email me. Uh, um, you can find a contact form actually on the on the website. It's not for just it's not for jobs that you want me to do or anything like that. You can actually send over questions cookies. through that. You can send me cookies through and that. Cats. I wish you could. I don't want cats. Don't send me cats. He loves pictures I'll have a little dog. Cats. I'll have a dog. I've been wanting a dog for a while. I love pictures of cats. What yeah. are you on about? Please send him the most no. ugliest cat picture you can ever find. No. Don't. Please. No. Yes. Oh, thanks. <laughs> He's in <having> an inbox. <laughs> Just full of cats. <laughs> Which I can't use for any kind of podcast because it's just it's just imagery, innit? I can't do anything with that. No, but we can link it. <laughs> oh, better things to do with Send my time. Them. Send them. Absolutely not. That. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Got anything more to add? Oh, mm. splendid. No. Lovely. Yeah. Right, we'll we'll try and get out and shoot before the next episode as well, so we'll have something to talk about then, and uh, we'll we'll see you on the other side. Of what? Brit uh, exit. <laughs> Maybe. The way this is going on, all things so. <laughs> Let's not turn this political. We haven't run out of water by then, and turn all our electricity off, so we or can't record s- it. Or cinnamon graham. Scaremongering. Cinnamon graham. Have you read that on my face? <laughs> that's the only bit I saw. Like, as long as I've got my cinnamon graham's, I'm fine. I don't. And then amongst these people arguing, and, like, and then one of the lads came back. And then told me, actually, cinnamon comes from here, and the DPDD of the cinnamon goes through <laughs> the so EU much. Trade Union, which means your cinnamon, unfortunately, will go up in price. I was like, oh my god, I was joking. I said, if it even goes, it goes up five p. Fine, I'm gonna. I've actually got three boxes in there. I'm gonna take a picture. Oh my god! Of all three cinnamon, but I go, look, I've, I'm fine. I'm stocked up now. I'm fully prepared. Oh, imagine all the depression and everything, and the whole country falls to bits. You can get all these lovely, like proper little moody shots where oh, God, people yeah. sat in the streets crying and things. Yeah. There you go. There's you add more to your portrait portfolio. Oh, contrasty. Mm. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye.